Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back once again. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox. We go on live from Brooklyn, New York, the Windsor Terrace section. What up, Windsor Terrace? Windy T. Before I introduce my guest today, I want to give you the message of the week. This comes from a gentleman I've quoted often here on the show. He's a business personality. He does all kinds of videos and speeches and such, but he did a really famous TED talk back in 2010, I think, and it uh, had a big impact on me. Someone shared it with me about a year ago, kind of changed my life. His name is Simon Sinek, and he is known for saying, know your why. And this quote in particular made me think strongly about my guest and what she's doing in her community. People don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. With that, we're gonna take the virtual bridge and tunnel known as Zoom, all the way to Basking Ridge, New Jersey. Today, I have a very special guest. She's a real estate agent in her community, but she's also done a bunch of other really great things lately, especially during this uh, pandemic to help uh, small businesses in her community. Uh, she's taken the IG to Instagram Live, done live streams almost daily. And the ethos of what she's doing is very similar to the ethos for why this show was started. With that, I would like to introduce Liz Novello. Liz, are you here with us? I am. First of all, thank you so much, Jeremiah, for that kind introduction and uh, just kind of connecting, especially during this pandemic. It's so nice to to see somebody and uh, to take a shower. You gave me an excuse to take a shower and blow out my hair today. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome good i you know i i try to be a good finder i always yes, try to be a good finder. love it love it <laughs> that's awesome how you doing today i'm doing well all right so you're in the basking ridge section in new jersey which is close right you're you're just like 20 well, 30 minutes across the across the, the we're about an hour an hour from the city oh okay um, all right and uh and yeah, I'm in Baskin Ridge, New Jersey. We've been here 14 years. I love it. I uh, was born in Queens when my parents and older brother immigrated from Russia. And uh, then they moved to Jersey and I've been a Jersey girl ever since. So Awesome. Very cool. Um, and uh, you were a school teacher prior to that, correct? I was. I uh, was a first grade teacher uh, before having my kids and... Uh, don't be confused just because if you were a former teacher does not give you the ability to homeschool your kids during this pandemic. I literally am like, I can't wait when my kids go back to school. If they go back to school, I need to make sure that my son's in fourth grade, zoom, that's a generous gift. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, my, my wife is a, is a middle and high school math director here in the city and yeah it's been crazy like she's trying to teach and then we've got two trying to take class yeah and then a, and a little one that's just like Roaming. i'm gonna steal everybody's show and yes. then daddy le daddy leaves and goes to work and does radio shows <laughs> I love it. Like that. so can you give us a little I've, I've had a number of guests uh on the show lately that that were remote i mean we have to these days uh prior it was always done in in midtown and i always had a live guest so kind of required that you be in new york city but i've had i've had guests from michigan from ohio from los angeles and i always ask everybody to kind of give uh the listeners a a, a little view of what it's like uh in the but for like the business scene especially um i mean new jersey and new york were the hardest hit states in, sure. in the u.s for this um and i've i've 
told people a lot about what's happening here in Brooklyn. And I think the media is doing a really, uh, they, they've put that kind of forefront, what the scene is like here in New York City. But what about in New Jersey? You're pretty close. Sure. What is the business scene like there right well, now? Well, I can tell you that um, prior to the offset of New Jersey feeling the pandemic, my husband works at Hudson Yards and his mm. building had closed two days prior. So I was starting to think like, this is really serious if, if my husband's home. Um, and then we got hit. We were always like, I think a, a day maybe in the lag of you guys, you know, setting mm-hmm. the tone and then New Jersey right. follows really quickly. Um, I service a lot of the areas of Short Hills, uh, Maplewood, Summit, a lot of those train towns yeah. uh, direct to the city. So a lot of families um, or people looking for bigger space, more land uh, than the city uh, reach out to us that way. So um, yeah, it's been very interesting. Um, The first few weeks were really definitely quiet, uh, super on alert, not sure where this was taking us. I think um, the unknown was loud and clear for everybody in the world, especially for us in New York City and New Jersey. Um, agents that I'm friends with. I was working on a deal. My clients literally were closing during the pandemic and had to commute, had to travel from Florida all the way to New Jersey and no longer were going to fly, took a car, had their dog and two small kids under the age of four. So um, I reached out to that agent and I said, go now to the grocery store, every store you can and get toilet paper get hand sanitizer. So they were, they were all my age and friends in different States. were not feeling it the way we felt it yeah. uh, here in the tri-state. So um, it was really, really quiet, but I can tell you now in the last week and a half, two weeks, I literally don't know. My days just go on forever. I've been busier than ever. I My current clients that I was on the phone with this morning are from New York City who escaped the city and are in upstate New York with um, their parent-in-laws. Um, my second clients are from Fort Lee. People mm-hmm. are ready to move to Jersey. And uh, well, Fort Lee's in Jersey, but um, you know what I mean? Like everybody yeah. is trying to take you out and uh, to get more land or to have more space right now because... This time feels more in depth than ever. And with the idea that the pandemic can linger and be here in the fall, I think a lot of people who have teeter-tottered on the idea of moving to the suburbs are going to move to the suburbs. I agree. And I, you kind of brought it to my attention first with a post you did about a week ago. And since then, I've seen a dozen articles from you know real estate agents in Connecticut, upstate, New Jersey, yeah. but all, even all the way down to Florida. And they're just like, this is happening. This is like each of them, each agency was reporting hundreds of inquiries a week for people leaving Manhattan uh, and and just the five boroughs. Not so much Staten Island, but but definitely the five boroughs. I'm like, getting out of here. Not messing Jeremiah, with it, whether they were young or old. Yeah, Jeremiah, I had uh, the best start of my career. I'm in my third year. And I was closing like these deals that I've been working on for a little while. Now it just feels like the whole business has really shifted. It's going to be a completely different business. Uh, first time home buyers that may uh, not even have considered moving to the suburbs or to a house are now like, okay, 
let's see how much money we have and can we get pre-approved and move? How fast can you move us? The yep. questions now for me, um, making appointments for my clients have been more or less uh, reaching out to agents and finding out how fast do their clients have a place to move because my clients want to move now, like 30, 60 days tops. Yep, so right. <laughs> it's a different feel of real estate. What's happening around my town, what I love about Baskin Ridge is we're in country-esque uh, kind of feel, but yet have the ability to hit the city and you know mm. local stops and things like that. It's been super quiet. And what really propelled me to start doing these face, you know, these Instagram lives. Uh, was that I need to give a platform. I have a nice and generous platform of over 40,000 people. And so I was thinking that this was my chance. Um, This is an idea that is not new. Uh, My brother, Gary Vaynerchuk, has been um, a proponent of becoming the digital mayor of your town for many, many years, even before I got into the real estate game. Um, And I'm just trying to share. It feels good for me, but even in one sale, five sales, six sales for these small businesses means so much to them. Yeah, exactly. And and you do something that I I just learned that real estate agents do. <laughs> like okay. before I just thought you guys sure. sold homes, you know, yeah. that was it. Yeah. Um and I started once I started the show, I also started uh where I'm sitting in my restaurant right now in, in Brooklyn, but I started to host uh little round tables here, like once a month, maybe Love twice it. a month where I'd invite six to eight people from different industries. And, and real estate people's kind of started to land on my radar. And I'm like, you guys are different. You do something different. First of all, your, your, uh, your depth of knowledge into personal brand is like far beyond most other business people. You, you have to have super, super resilient skin intact because you're selling somebody else's property. Like I sell food that I make or at my wine store, I sell wine that we hand select, but you, you have to sell somebody else's home. It's just insane. But what I really was turned on to was your, your involvement in the community and, and the role you play in the community. I was completely ignorant to that before. And just, I'd say in the last six months, I really, like the veil was lifted off my eyes and I've been so impressed and I've really taken to the streets and, and had real estate agents on my show and just I'm constant, in constant contact. Yeah. Uh, a couple came by the other day that work right here in my neighborhood and they're, they're really heavy players around here. And I just love to sit and hold court with them because they always just open my eyes to something new. And when I saw what you were doing, I was just like, man, that's, that's it. This is it. It was so fantastic. I really, it really touched me. It's amazing. Well, if you think about it for me, I think you can only sell what you're passionate about or if people don't, I feel bad. I've been in a position where I had to sell something that I wasn't passionate about and mm-hmm. I didn't stay for long. Right. I really love where I live. I really love New Jersey. I really love people. I really love helping. And um, and I love the feeling of home. My mom has always made it special from whether it was you know when they immigrated and uh, we lived in a small condo to where they're living now. My mom has always made our home special and feel safe. And I really want to give that to people, uh, whether it be a condo. I sold a condo in the same week I sold a million dollar house in Maplewood. Right. So I, I believe everybody deserves to feel safe and secure and happy in their home. Well, and that's why I chose that particular quote for this week, because I, I really, I, I've gotten it 
with the real estate agents that I've become friends with, but watching what you're doing and the time you're dedicating to it, like you make no money off of that. And it's a lot of work. I mean, you're doing, you're banging them out. I do once a week. I'm like, Oh my gosh, she's doing it again and again. And it's like, that only comes from passion. And, and it's so obvious you care about your, your, your community so much. And it's something I've really tried to do here where when we started the show, first of all, just because I had never done a show before, this was all brand new to me. I, I brought on people that I knew that I, you know, I'd say over the last few years, the only people I sit and talk with and hang out with are mainly business owners, because once sure. you get into that, that's just, that's what you do, yeah. you know? And so I brought people that I knew on that I, could talk with for an hour with ease without, you know, if I fell, they would pick me up, (laughs) you know, but it ended up being a lot of like mainly Brooklyn people. Um, but a lot of people specifically from my neighborhood, but there's so many really great, uh, companies coming out right now and people that are even launching right now. That's I think in the next two weeks, I'm going to be doing people that are trying to launch right now. They're like at ground zero and trying to pick it up. And they have, there's, they have so much to offer. There's so much great stuff out there that just doesn't have the springboard or the platform. And, and I think it's fascinating what you're doing. It's really you know, an inspiration. You know what you just said, uh, people that are trying to launch Ground Zero? I actually think that we're all at Ground Zero. <laughs> yeah. nothing, nothing will ever be the same after this. Yep. The way that my kids are on 900 Zooms a week, plus my Zooms. We are learning different styles. I think business is going to be conducted very differently. Um, and so I, I would say that a lot of people are feeling that they're at ground zero right now. Yeah. I mean, it feels the same to me, but I love a good shakeup. I love when things get mixed up. That's awesome. I, I, I realized recently, I used to think I liked chaos. I was attracted to chaos because I've, I've spent my life in, in crazy retail and restaurants. And uh, I studied music. That was like my, my gig before this. Yeah. I was a freelance drummer and I love free jazz. So I always thought I loved the chaos. And yeah. my martial arts instructor pointed out to me re- recently, he was like, you actually like order. <laughs> mm. That's why you chase the chaos because you love to make order out of things. He's like, I've noticed over the few years of working with you, once you have order, you get bored and you go find more chaos. Not- so for me, go ahead. Isn't that what's so beautiful? I realize. I guess I would classify myself as order too. That like you can change and evolve, and we do. Yeah. And just the idea that you have and I have myself, it's. I feel like it's amazing that we get to do that, and I think yeah. it's what keeps us passionate about what we do. Big time. Because if I get bored, it's obvious. It's you lose. You lose a little of that passion. So for me, this is super exciting. I mean, it's terrible the way it played out. It's sure. tragic the amount of lives that are lost and the uh-huh. amount of business of good businesses that will go down, you know, and not sure. rebound from this. But, but again, I'm I'm always trying to be a good finder. Um, you know, the pressure was on for me and my family. Like our businesses need to survive, or you know, I, I'd work it out. But still, this there was no there was no throwing in the towel. So it's, it's exciting for me. All right, we're gonna take a short break, Liz. We'll be back in about one minute. Great. I'll see you soon. See you, see you soon. soon, everybody. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Do you 
run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. What's up, everybody? Once again, welcome back. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox, here with my guest, Liz Novello, zooming in live from Baskin Ridge, New Jersey. So, Liz, you said something really, I think, important. You said a lot of important things. <laughs> but uh, something that stood out to me in that last segment was about being uh, the digital mayor of your community. And I've, I've been called... That like one of the mayors because it's Brooklyn. There's so many of us here. I'm like one of the mayors. We have a lot of them in our little community, and our our community is pretty small. It's like small town ish within Brooklyn, which is creates a, an interesting dynamic. We're we're landlocked by Greenwood Cemetery and Prospect Park, which are both huge 500 acre green spaces. The Prospect Expressway dissects the neighborhood, so it's all it's just like this little hodgepodge of little streets that go one way and this and that. And, and we don't get infiltrated much by uh, by outsiders. And there's essentially one little main artery that has 25, maybe 30 businesses on it. And and I've lived right in the heart of that for 15 years. And we've opened over a half dozen businesses uh, in the neighborhood in that time and participated in others. And so I kind of got that title along the way. And I was completely inactive, zero on uh, anything digital or social media. I mean, completely, like I didn't grow up with it, uh, you know, just not part of my game at all. So I was like the physical, I was a guy in the street every day, yeah. opening doors, going out, talking to people, shaking hands as I dropped my kids off to school and everything. And now we're being forced <laughs> into it but <laughs> so now there's no choice and i i said to you yesterday luckily i got kind of catapulted into this doing this show which catapulted me into like well you got to do social media if you do it so i got my feet wet and now i'm finding it so so necessary you have mainly chosen um like i'm i'm posting everywhere every day like 15 yes. freaking platforms it's That's crazy awesome. you largely run with uh instagram correct yes, That's where I you're do. doing most I, of your work from I do. And I should be doing everywhere like you. Uh, but social media is like another job for me. So full-time mom, absolutely, full-time agent, yeah. running your household, running your clients, the deals. Um, and I love Instagram. I've built a really awesome community. 
um, and really propelled from the time my brother gave me a shout out. He has, you know, over 7 million followers. And so he said, go follow my sister. And within two hours, I went from 500 probably followers to 15,000. But uh, for the last, you know, over two years, I guess, I've been posting every single day, rain Mm -hmm. or shine, happy or sad. That's like great. Every day. Yeah, no, I know. I, I again, I've only been doing it for not even nine months. I would say, um, I, but I, I, I don't know. I think you're onto something because I spread it out, and it's like I get a little bump here, and like, oh, this was a good week for LinkedIn, and then for like three weeks, it's like nothing. It's like, oh, that was a good week for Twitter, or this. You know, I, I kind of like the idea that you're you you focused on this one thing and you're just like driving the truck straight through a, my one of my mentors he's actually he's a jersey boy as well uh he's going to be on the show next week his name's uh anthony de silvestro he's he's from the southern part of jersey uh, but i worked for him i worked for him from like 93 to 2000 or something like that we were both children he uh he opened his first restaurant he was like 22 or 23 wow. And it's since he's probably opened like 20s, he's been in real estate. Now he's, he's in development and contracting, but he's still, he's franchises restaurants. Um, and he, he's headquartered in Virginia now. And uh, he's, he's a really charismatic fellow and, and he's going to be on next week, but he just started his own show. And he's like, what do I do? He's like asking me all these questions. And I'm like, I don't know. I just started too. He's right. like, we don't, none of us know, but he started with Instagram live too. And I'm like, I, I I turned him on to you. I was like, you should you should check you should check out Liz and see what she's doing. Like instead of it, you know, we know from opening businesses, like sometimes if you like open too many at once, you're like you Listen, it's hard to focus on one thing. I Go actually ahead. think I'm not doing the right thing. I should be diversifying. Mm. We know this. I just made this comment the other day. I, uh, you need to you know have a lot of eggs in different baskets because if you're coveting one and one breaks, it's like yeah. devastated. So. I am going to be expanded, expanding. Uh, I just love the community because it's really, they are my friends and family now. Uh, You have the same followers. You kind of know their stories. When you had said that you didn't grow up with the internet, I didn't either actually, you know? And so um, I only, I think this is the only way to become the mayor. It's like somebody had said yesterday when I did a live with them that they always work their business by feet on the ground, but we are in a different world. Yeah. And this more than ever needs to be pushed out because this is how we're connecting and how we're communicating right now. So I think boots on the ground and doing all live streams to hit many other people. So for example, if you're from New York city, you don't know a lot about New Jersey, maybe and, unless you grew up here. And so just seeing the shops, seeing, you know, what the streets look like, that's what a lot of people are curious about. Um, I actually didn't know a whole lot about Basking Ridge. Um, but my mom said you should move to Basking Ridge because it was between their house, my dad's store, the wine library and close to the city. And so I explored Basking Ridge and I loved it because it felt country-esque. I grew up on 28 acres in New Jersey. A lot of people don't think Jersey is green, 28 acres people. Um, and, and you'll have to ask your mentor. I wonder if he feels the same, but South Jersey and uh, Central, or I guess other parts of New Jersey, North Jersey, they all think like South Jersey's a different part of the world. So I'm sure just like Brooklyn feels about other parts of the city. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. No, they got lots of pride. That's for sure. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I agree that 
that the the digital presence has to really come up. That's been the theme of the last couple shows previously, uh, last week especially. It was it was two B two B companies here in New York City, um, and you know, kind of. I wanted to highlight that too because everybody knows. Like, I'm assuming in your town, the, the retail stores and the restaurants and everything is like yeah. complete okay. shutdown, takeout only, and, and yeah. curbside pickup, and not yeah. even all of them, which is so oh, sure, yeah. You know? No, same here. Like I was saying, there's probably 25 to 30 businesses in our little strip right here. Sure. We're operating at like 25% right now. And Jeremy, you know, in the beginning, when I was thinking about this, it's like everybody's like, buy gift cards, buy food from these restaurants. But I wasn't comfortable at the time to do that. I was like, wait, is is the virus, like, am I going to get the virus from eating and consuming? So I was like, I need to come up with something else. And by helping community members, yeah, I'm plugging these out. They're a lot more work than than I had anticipated because a lot of these businesses have never gone live. They're going live with me for the first time. Yeah. So they're asking 900 questions. Like, first of all, some of them are declining mm-hmm. uh, because they're afraid to go online, to be yeah. based on camera. And so I feel really bad because I think that um, there's no choice right now. And so... If you don't push yourself or say yes, you're going to be lagging. And so honestly, uh, the ones that say yes, I'm I'm helping them because I know that the scary part of yes, but it's a lot of questions and something uh, that I have to refer to sometimes is like Google it, YouTube, like we have all <laughs> resources. I'm giving you a couple minutes, but I'm coming, this is coming from my heart and I'm also trying to run a business and my family and homeschool. So People need to be more proactive, um, but I'm happy to help every single community member of mine. Yeah, and and I mentioned that in, I can't remember what platform, but when I was uh, just doing promo for the show, I was saying that that what you're doing is like, there are people without the means right now. There are people who just both, both, uh, you know, wage earners in the family have lost their jobs and and it's a yeah. it's a you know it's a fight for survival so maybe you can't spend money there but mm-hmm. there there's the attention currency which is which is gigantic and will be huge going forward back to what you were saying about yeah. you you have to be that digital presence you may still be boots on the street but like that's that's only going to be a component now maybe it's 50 50 maybe it's 70 30 maybe it's 30 70 nobody really knows the way the cards are gonna gonna fall but like the digital presence and this yeah. Being able to talk. I mean, everybody's been saying for a long time, video is is where it's at. Yeah. Um, and you got to get over that fear. I've talked to a few people. <laughs> I had a couple guys that were going to come on. And they, when they realized that we had to do video, they were like, no, I can't do that. And I'm like, yeah. this is it, man. This is it. We got to jump in the waters. We got to yeah. jump in the waters. There's no, but that, you know, that I've heard this. mode, you know, survival yeah. mode. And you're going to, listen, they might say no right now, but in two weeks, maybe they'll be like, hey, Liz. They might. <laughs> <laughs> it might change their mind. I, I find it fascinating. And, and I've learned this the hard way uh, through running businesses and losing businesses sure. that you often innovate when your back is against the yeah. wall. That's when you're like, oh, okay, now I'll do it. Where before, like we had a really good run. It's been it's been 12 years since the last real shakeup. And a lot of businesses, I feel like were propped up. I don't want to say on on a falsehood or a lie, but it, there was there was a lot there was a lot of pillow tops, <laughs> you know, on the mattress, and now it's kind of all been yanked. And yes. and if you haven't you haven't felt that 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 uh that hard box spring on your back before, it, it could be a little jarring. And yeah. 
and and the people that really have thick skin and that are resilient will will be the ones that. By the way, I don't that, have thick skin. I'm no. learning to have thick. Yeah, skin. well, you know, we all that's are. What it is. It's but little you, by little, and I yeah. tell this and I tell this to everybody. Start now. Start mm. now. Who cares? You don't have a choice. You want to survive? You got to do it. Very true. Very true. I think it's your positive energy that survived you. You're just, every time I've seen you talk, you're just like un, unrelenting. Just that Thank smile. You. Like, this is it, Thank people. You. Like, it sucks, but guess what? <laughs> By the way, I have bad days. I have, you know, I'm missing my, I'm super close with my family. I'm missing my family. Mm-hmm. Um, but something that I learned from my Russian immigrant parents is like, you pick up your big girl pants on and you get to work. That's yeah. it. Yeah. This is what you're faced with. Absolutely. 100%. We're going to take another short break. Okay. Great. Have a drink, kick back. We'll be back in a few, everybody. You're listening to the entrepreneurial web. You're listening to the talking alternative network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking alternative. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. All right, everybody, welcome back once again. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox, here with my guest, Liz Novello. We are in Brooklyn and New Jersey, respectively, talking about the scene on the street in the business community, how attention is a big is, is as much currency right now as getting those transactions, especially for those businesses that have closed. But there's some other components uh, that I have uh, learned, like Liz was just saying, we're all learning right now, 
Uh, I, I've always been somebody involved uh, in my community because I love it. And my children have grown up here and gone to the schools. And it's just like the idyllic place I always wanted to live. Um, one of the things that happened here at the restaurant that was a real game changer was uh, there, there was an organization that started to collect funds, uh, just a nonprofit from donations just from people that had the money. Uh, they were going to the restaurants that were still open in the area, giving them the money and saying, we need X number of lunches or dinners for hospital workers because in a lot of the places, the cafeterias have closed, they're super busy, they don't have enough time. And it was a real gear shifter for us to where all of a sudden we were like, oh, okay, we play a part. And it was it was a morale booster. When I told my chefs, when I sat down, because we're a small kitchen, I was like, can we do 100, 200? We did 200 meals for Methodist Hospital the other day. It was insane. The, the dining room floors were covered in food. We were just slopping it all over the place. It looked like a, a mess hall. Um, but just saying to them, this is on the table. It's going to be hard from a strategic uh, point of view. Can we do it? Do you want to do it? And the smile on their faces, it, I hadn't seen them smile that way since this went down. And it changed the morale of everything that we did. And, and all of a sudden it was like, we'll, we're going to be okay. Have you, have you heard stories or, or experienced something similar like that with some of the, either for yourself or some of the businesses that you've been highlighting yeah. with your Instagram live? Yeah, definitely. Well, first of all, I'm sure that your chefs are, they love what they're doing, right? They, they do. do it. And so um, their passion is what makes it. And I think helping others for me is like, I really equate doing these lives, even when I was in the streets doing them from the shops, I get the same feeling. I get really, mm -hmm. that's my high to help people. Yep. And so I'm sure your chefs were so glad just to be in the kitchen doing their thing and knowing that these are going, these meals are going to people on the front lines has to be mind blowing for them just to feel really great. Yeah, um, related. Same thing. Like uh, Lisa uh, yesterday, uh, Lisa with the heart, uh, she mm -hmm. did, I asked her to do a free CPR seminar. You know, it's a basic one, right? And something that people definitely could use reminders of, but she feels really inspired to continue and to share. Um, and so just having her be so thankful and grateful made me feel even better. That's what really propels me to want to continue to help. Uh, my husband and I are, have been working possibly even more than ever. Uh, his lack of commute to the city gives him a lot more time here doing work and really focus on that. Um, and going to bed, you know, we do everything from our phones. So yeah. our work kind of doesn't end. And we have to remind ourselves, you know, at 1030 to unplug a little bit. Um, and sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. But I think we're both really full throttle on like, let's make the best out of this and help mm. as many people as we can. Yeah. No, same here. My kids remind me at 11 p.m. every night. I've been gone all day. And they're like, can you put that thing down? My, yes. my oldest daughter last night. And like I couldn't yet because it was in the, I was in the middle of something important. Sure. And as, as soon as I was done, I I tickled the shit out of her, <laughs> and go. then she wasn't mad anymore. Um, they're so and, forgiving, right? They're so forgiving of us when they're like my daughter. Literally, we started watching one thing we've started doing as a family that, that we've never done before is we have a show now together, Master yeah. Chef 
juniors. I, I hope my kids are going to start cooking during the second phase of the pandemic. So I'm like, okay, get some notes, kids. <laughs> uh, but my daughter will like knock my phone down and be like, please, mommy. And, and, and the minute I do, I'm like, or if I'm like, let me just get back to my, my client or this response. She's like, okay, they're so forgiving of us. So yeah, they're watching definitely. their parents, you know, do what they love. And we have to mind shift sometimes though. Yeah. And for my kids, I mean, they, we live right here, like yep. literally on the same block as all the businesses and they've just grown up in it. That's all they've ever known. Sure. So they're, they're kind of used to that, you know, and they've, they've, sure. they're a part of everything. They're a face of the whole thing. Even my two-year-old, she just walks in and she's like, like you're she's all here probably to see bringing me. in so much business for you. <laughs> well, they yeah. can't be here right now. It's kind of odd because they're used to being here all the time. And now it's just, you know, to that. keep everybody safe. We've got to keep a little distance. Of course. But they, They've definitely never heard it. They're, they've yeah. always been, they're, they're, they're my little cheerleaders. Um, so I've noticed just like from the ones that I've seen of your shows, you had the cheese lady. That was amazing. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Yep. So is she still, is she still in operation? Is she able to send food to people? And so I think um, she is a, she's first of all, super talented. I met her over a year ago. Um, maybe six months ago, actually. And I just always thought she was super creative um, and, and smart. And so she had shared her story and I, she's a private chef first. Mm -hmm. So she's continuing to cook for her clients. Oh, good. Um, And also coming up with, I just saw for mother's day, these like little cheese boxes, you know? So I thought that was really clever. And, uh, she's been continuing. I believe she was doing like these pizza kits, uh, for kids. And I thought that was great. Um, the time to pivot and she's definitely using that to her advantage. So I was really pleased for her to say yes. And that she would join my show. And then another one I saw, which was really fascinating, was the virtual tour for homes. Mm-hmm. You had a younger guy on, and he was yes. just like so animated and hilarious. And but that's something I'd been talking about my with my real estate friends here. We had this conversation less than six months ago, where we we were. I was asking, has it gotten to the point yet where you can buy a home online? Can you just like? Yeah, I think I think there is. And it's I, like this close now, right? Because at the, at the time they were like, no, but, but it's really, it's really it, getting it close. So how did, how did that feel to you compared to like, you seem like a person that likes to get in there with the person or, and walk around and make the connection. It's a, that's a much different yeah, experience. It's really tough. I have a deal right now on the table that literally I negotiated during the pandemic and never stepped foot in the house. That was a first. Wow. I only looked at pictures and their, you know, makeshift virtual tour and that was really difficult for me. And so I have a great team uh, that surrounds me. Um, so the attorney that I'm friendly with was uh, taking care of the deal. And I and I called her and I said, Ashley, I have not been in this house. I need to make <laughs> sure that th- that we have all the protective language. And yeah. so even having all these inspections uh, that we really push for our clients to have, because you should know what's going on inside your home before you purchase it. No surprises. Mm-hmm. Um, we rely on their reports heavily. So lots of conversations uh, and just having the right people surround you. And are the, are the buyers able to go into the home before? So, the, so crazy story, this buyer, the people that are going to buy right now virtually are people that have to. So this right. client is also a Florida client. I had two Florida clients back to back that needs to be out 
by the end of May. And so she went into the house. They were only allowing right at the start of the pandemic, they were only allowing showings for like, but like a number at a time. So only two showings on Saturday and she got to go in. And so she called me after and she's like, okay, I think this is the one. And so we just kind of, you know, use that information because at the end of the day, uh, it's a very scary thing to purchase and only been, been in the home one time, usually, Uh, clients, buyers are able to go back in when the inspector is in there, but a lot of inspectors are a either not doing it, only doing it on vacant homes or B they're going in. And I sat in my car for three hours right outside that house as the inspector was inside, you know? So, and then pulled down my car window. He's, he's six feet or actually I'm a little cuckoo. So a little bit more. And, uh, And so he's sharing what his thoughts are and of course having the report, but it's, you know, at the end of the day, I'm guiding my clients as well as I can. One of the things that I said is like, great news. I just ran the comps. I'm pretty confident. Even if you bought this house and in six months, eight months, nine months, 12 months, you're unhappy. I think we'll make some money on it. So, um, you know, it's not typical and ideal for, for people not to be inside their homes, but it happens a lot because people are relocating and they don't have the ability. So they're relying on pictures and video and their agents. Yeah, that's fascinating. I've asked a lot of companies lately, you know, how digitally you're adjusting your business and and we've all had to do it a little bit. My wine store has been open for 12 years. We've talked about having a a website like where you could purchase for 12 years. I never did anything. Two months ago, it was done overnight. It was like, okay, here you go. But that that's, go ahead. Sometimes you need that little push, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, I have to say your, your, your situation has been the most extreme I've heard of people. I've heard like, I had a whiskey guy on, he's like, I'm going to start doing virtual tastings mm. just to keep educating people, yeah. you know, but yeah. that, you know, it's, that's something that's nice. You know, if they're right in front of you, you can smell it together, yeah. but like to sell a home and to go through all yeah. that digitally it's insane it's insane even as an agent because i like to be able to have eyes that you know not every buyer has being in homes and situations so it it's definitely new it's exciting (laughs) it's exciting it's i i've tried to uh turn this couple on to you as well because i was we've been having this conversation recently and i was like i just read about this lady who did a virtual i asked them that they were doing it they're still doing showing similar to the way uh you described where you they you went in just you and one other person you came out the inspector whoever yeah. goes in so essentially I'm I'm a door opener these days yeah. so I have clients that are coming in and I open the lockbox they go in fully I'm fully gloved and mask yeah. they're fully gloved and mask and booties and the whole shebang <laughs> and we're doing it different but people are still out there buying yeah. Um, I mean, we. I think we've all had to make adjustments. I'm doing things in the restaurant that I haven't done in years, um, mm. just because that that's just the way things are going. Where life was, I was always busy, but uh, I didn't have to do as much of the manual labor sure. over the last few years. And mm. I mean, there's nothing is out of question these days. Sure. It's just like yeah. I know that I'll take care of that. My shoes are a wreck; they're destroyed. There <laughs> nothing nice anymore. All right, we're gonna take one more quick break. Come back, we'll do our last segment, okay? Awesome. All right, see you in a few, everybody. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. 
I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media. My guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back, everybody. Last round. We're going to make it our best of the entrepreneurial web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox, here with my guest, Liz Novello, zooming in from Basking Ridge, New Jersey. So we were just discussing how important digital platforms are to your business these days. Liz was detailing her crazy scenario, selling houses virtually and digitally, which I'm still having trouble wrapping my head around. Um, can you think just based off of your experiences, one in, in business and, and your surroundings and some of the people you've talked to lately, are, are there some other digital gems that we didn't talk about today? I mean, obviously, you know, social media is really important. Um, I, I've been stressing to people how, like, how do you make your, your, your website in particular transactional in some way like it, it can't be all informational how do you make it transactional in some way are there some other is there something i'm missing something that you found no. that you've just been fascinated by recently i mean listen i i really have been educated by my brother who i think knows how to build brands right yeah it's probably built the biggest brand that i know mm-hmm. besides nike and things like that teaching people and so um with that mentality, for me, it's all about connecting. I think that people buy from people. People mm-hmm. like to have the inter- interaction. And so I think not focusing on so much the transaction and being a giver, I think in the long run will be transactional. Right. Absolutely. 100%. So for me, for me, it's like, you know, the other day there was a young uh, guy who reached out to me on DM and said, Liz, I'm thinking about going into real estate. And I said, call me Um, because it was easier for me to share my thoughts on call. And I don't think a lot of people want to take, you know, that was a 30 minute call. It, Mm -hmm. It won't really do anything for me. That wasn't transaction for me. 
Yeah. But I think that uh, maybe he'll remember and maybe he'll send me a client my way. And I just like helping people. So I don't focus so much on the transaction. I think people that are very focused on transaction right now, and I respect it and I understand it. I, For me, I'm, I'm playing the long game. And so I think at the end of the day, it's, you know, if you need, if you need transactions now, then it's okay to ask for them. I think it's okay to say, Hey, you guys love this store. I've been open here in Baskin Ridge or Burnsville, New Jersey or Milburn or Maplewood. I need your help. Please come visit. I think it's okay to ask right now. I think a lot of people want to help and maybe don't know how to help and by liking or purchasing a $5 soap from a local store or buying uh, a bottle of wine or by buying a meal. I think people want to, I think people want to, and I think not everybody has funds to be giving generous offers, uh, donations. So 15, 20 bucks can go a long way for a small shop focusing on giving uh, and if you need it now, I think it's okay to ask. 100%. I think it's, it, this is a conversation I've had with business owners, especially around here for a long time and, and people feeling like they couldn't do that or seeing people do it in the wrong way, <laughs> like begging almost like, yeah, don't do that. Just be open and sincere and honest. Um, but something you said stood out to me just in that, like you get that small order you know, and it, it, it kind of gets you a little pumped up. I, and what I was asking more so is like, when I, you know, the example of the wine store, for instance, yeah. uh, you know, we just, we reduced that, that barrier where you couldn't, you could only come in the store or you yeah. could only do it over the yeah. phone. Now people are placing orders in the middle of the night. They're sitting in their bed and they're just like, I think I'm going to get this. And, you know, they, they want that, that convenience and it, it changed everything. And so if you're, if you're a small business owner and things have been slow, but you create an e-commerce site and you wake up in the morning and you're like, it's only a few orders. Maybe it's only $50 total, but you're like, Oh my God, people are there. People care. People are interested. Right. right. My own dad is doing it with winetext.com. Mm-hmm. Like you can order wine and it could be delivered or curbside or yeah. the local uh, pizzeria here. They're, they're doing curbside and deliveries. And so I think that, uh, I think offering and people in your community highlighting these businesses are super important. If you're a person that loves to give right now is the time to help your community and these small businesses. If you're a frequent buyer at a liquor store, at a boutique, at uh, wherever, like maybe even the gym, like I love bar method in Burnersville and maybe doing highlights for them because they're, doing virtual classes that you can still purchase. So plugging those kind of businesses is key. Yes, absolutely. Do you have, is, is there like the next door thing in your area? Yeah. It's so interesting. My little brother, uh, when, you know, I'm always trying to pick their brains and ask them their thoughts, how, and what can I do? And my little brother said in Westchester, he sees agents always on next door, like being Real estate for me is it's it's a natural to be the mayor of the town because not only are you helping clients purchase, but they need they need recommendations for doctors and the dentist and and where should we go for this and do you have a farmer's market and where's the library and and so it's like a no brainer and so I think next door is where 
a lot of agents. I don't post ever really much at all there, but that's a, a community that so many put on. And I would recommend, you know, these local stores highlighting their own businesses to share, hey, we're here. Facebook, Facebook, you know, I don't do a lot on Facebook, but Facebook has a ton of community pages. Baskin Ridge Mm -hmm. has Baskin Ridge Moms. And we all kind of collab and say, these are the stores that are still open. So I think that's important. Yeah, I've seen a big uh, highlight in both of those. Uh, You know, I'd never used Nextdoor before. But a few of my neighbors were like, hey, people are talking about your restaurant on next door. And I'm like, really? Okay. Awesome. And, and we were like voted one of the best in Wizard Terrace, yeah. which doesn't mean much because there's only a few here. But yeah. um, but but so I finally I finally made an account and I went on and I just posted once and just said, hey, the wine store and the liquor store are still open. We're going to do everything we can to service this community. Don't hesitate to reach out. We'll accommodate everybody's yeah. distancing protocols and needs and, and requirements. And but I, it, it kept me in the loop. And the community is just doing it. People are creating spreadsheets. These restaurants are open. These are their hours. This is the way to contact them. And they're like 20, 30, like just community members are doing it. And I've seen the same in in Facebook, like the Kensington Windsor Terrace uh, patch uh, here on Facebook. Uh, Same thing. And it's really fascinating to see that where people is often, they don't have the money necessarily to buy from you. But but that attention currency, again, comes up and it's huge. For me, I put out Facebook and on Instagram, uh, my handle Liz Novello, N-O-V-E-L-L-O. Um, everybody's Novella. <laughs> you know, I went from Vaynerchuk, which got butchered all the time to now Novello and it gets butchered. And I'm like, what? That's such an easy last name. But anyway, um, uh, people have reached out. I've offered to share anybody's local businesses in my town. So I, I'm happy to do these forever as long as it's helping somebody in their community. And that's where it's at, right? It's like everybody has, almost everybody has, uh, you know, some sort of social media account um, where they can, or they're on next door or whatever. And it's like, if you, I I mentioned it to you on the phone yesterday, and this is what I've said to people from the beginning, because I just had this, I had a sense something was going to happen in the business community over the last few years. I didn't know what, I certainly didn't think it was going to be like this, but I, I imagined it was going to be a little purging uh, at some point, just keeping my ear to the rail. And right away, I just said, pick the five businesses you want to see, like the small businesses, whatever, yeah. you know, Dunkin' Donuts will survive. Um, yes. Pick the five that you want to see when this is all over and support them a little bit consistently. We don't need That's the $200 one, the $200 order ones and then not hear from you again. Just yeah. a little bit, but it doesn't always have to be monetary. Just keeping, keeping uh, your business top of mind with people so that when, Huge. you know... The sky's part. It's like, well, we're, we were here. We're still here. And, and try it. Like you said, be a giver, be yep. a do-gooder in this time. It's not, I don't, I don't think it behooves anybody to be kind of greedy and stingy. And sure, we're all feeling the, you know, I, the thumb, everything. I, is would down. Put, I would have your wife maybe post uh, that you guys are open because every mom right now is looking at the clock at five o'clock and thinking, yeah. can I have a glass of wine? You know? Yeah. It was more like more like noon. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. It was two thirty one day. I'm like, hey, is this? And I'm not even a big drinker, but I'm like, is this a, is this exceptional uh, acceptable? <laughs> no, and it's funny that you say that because I've been kind of urging my wife. Again, neither of us were active on social media, and then I I went down the rabbit hole big time. And they're sure. just like, who are you? What happened? Yeah. And but she's she's you know she's got a Facebook account and a lot of friends, and I, I've been kind of nudging her, and and. 
prior to this, she, she really wasn't doing anything, but now she's, she's done a fantastic job of it. And she's, she's been a huge help. My, you know, I know you're, you're very fond of your family. My family has been a huge support in all this. Um, and, and as stressful as it is, I, I don't think I would be, I would do any of this without them, without my kids looking up to me with that, those proud eyes and, and just all of it. It's, it's really fascinating. Well, we have about 60 seconds left. Is there any last message you want to share with, yes. uh, with viewers and listeners? Go for it. Um, listen, I was a stay-at-home mom for over seven years. I didn't think I could do it. And now I feel like I'm leading a new version of what this industry has and taking chances and being okay with failure because what's the worst thing that can happen? doesn't work out and then you try something else. So I'm encouraging you all to stay healthy and safe, but also to really push yourselves outside your, your normal limits. That's so fascinating. Your innovation and your positive energy, really, it's been an inspiration to me. You know, uh, I've only, I've only really been, you know, privy to what you're doing uh, recently, but it's definitely giving me some fuel and I'm I'm trying to share that with people. So so really, Tell everybody one more time your, uh, where, where they can uh, reach you or find you. Uh, Liz Novello, L-I-Z-N-O-V-E-L-L-O on Instagram. Same on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm with Prominent Properties, Sotheby's, the Gosling Group. And uh, here to help if you have any social media questions or real estate needs or questions or um, anything I can do. Awesome. I'm here. Thank you so much for coming Thank on. You. It's really my pleasure. Uh, look forward to keeping up with you. And maybe after this is all over, we actually have you in the studio. We could sit I would love you know, that. relatively close to each other. And I love yeah. food. So could we do it at your restaurant, please? Absolutely. Absolutely. You got it. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Have an awesome weekend. If you got some value out of this, you liked what you heard, share the video on Facebook. And uh, we'll see you next week with my guest, another Jersey boy, Tony DiSilvestro, my mentor, one of my early bosses. I was just a baby when I started working for him. He's hilarious. Tune in next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Have a good week. Peace out. Thank you. Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com.
Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 